also known as the most famous woman in the world. So today we're going to be talking about something very exciting, which is target date funds. And our last episode talked about Roth IRAs. And so it is pretty fitting that we're going to talk about something that you can put in your Roth IRA. And we are going to be going over a lot of stuff today, folks. So strap in and get ready for launch because this is a deep dive here. So bullseye on retirement. That's what I'm calling this episode because a target date fund is what it says in its name, which is you have a target date for retirement. And actually, before I even start talking about retirement, because I think that word retirement tends to put off a certain demographic, which is maybe younger people in your 20s or even 30s. And I want to encourage all of my younger listeners to realize that when something says retirement, uh, it doesn't always mean that you can't take advantage of it now. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean retirement, right? Because it could actually mean financial independence or financial freedom. Because to me, the word retirement doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to retire and then sit around and do nothing. For me, something like an early retirement would mean that I'm financially free to do whatever I choose to do because I have enough cash flowing assets and enough of a nest egg and enough of a safety net to no longer have to work for money if I don't choose to. So don't let this word retirement put you off if you're younger. And it's always, 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 always best to start as early as you possibly can. So, all right, target date funds are also known as life cycle funds. And sometimes you will also see them as, uh, sometimes you'll see such things as freedom funds. So there's a company called Fidelity that sometimes calls them freedom funds. Or you can even hear sometimes things like target retirement fund. But those are all the same thing. And they are designed to provide a simple, convenient solution for people who want to save for retirement or save for your financial freedom. And in this world, they're often referred to as set it and forget it investments. So target date funds automatically adjust their asset allocation over time based on your estimated retirement date. So what this means is that when you're setting one of these up, you're gonna put in your age, and sometimes you're going to put in things like your risk tolerance, and we're gonna get into what risk tolerance is in a moment, um, but depending on the things that, and a lot of these companies have simple, very simple questionnaires that will ask you things like that, like what's your age and what's your risk tolerance, and when you type those things in, they're gonna give you some options of how aggressively you want to allocate your assets. 
And what are we talking about? Asset allocation, what does that mean? That just means that target date funds are made up of stocks and bonds. So a part, a percentage of this, and you can think of a target date fund as a pie, like a pie chart, a pie, gra a pie graph, and a percentage of that pie is going to be allocated to stocks. And the other part of it is going to be allocated to bonds. And when I say stocks, that usually means index funds. So when I say stocks, I'm not talking about necessarily that the target date fund will have 15% Apple and 10% Tesla and then the rest bonds. It's not that they're going to actually have index funds contained within that pie. So, and you can go back to our episode on what an index fund is, but you can have an index fund that, for example, tracks the S&P 500, which is the top 500 performing companies in the United States. And so that is also why target date funds are sometimes known as the fund of funds, because it's a fund that's made up of percentages of different funds. So it's very, very well diversified, right? It's even more diversified than just a target, I'm sorry, um, than just an index fund alone. So when you're younger and the retirement date, your retirement date is farther away, the target date fund will typically have a larger percentage of the riskier asset, which would be the stocks. And the reason for that is because stocks generally have a higher, a higher potential for bigger returns. But they're also, they're also a little bit more risky because the market can go up and down and they're more risky than stocks. So stock, I'm sorry, than bonds. <laughs> okay, I, uh, it's late here. So they, stocks are riskier assets to invest in than bonds. Bonds are considered very safe in the investment world. So if you think about this, it makes sense because if you are a very young person, well, not even very young, you can be in your 20s, 30s, uh, and with that, you're going to have a longer time to make money, uh, and you're also going to have a longer time horizon to dollar cost average into this fund. And you can go back and listen to my podcast episode about dollar cost averaging. But really quick, what that means is that you're going to be putting a set amount of money into this fund every single month. Of course, depending on how much you're making, what your income is. So let's just say you're 25 and you start putting away $100. Um, you start sending $100 a month to this fund. Well, $100 a month over the course of your life until you hit retirement age, which is, uh, actually I need to look at the exact retirement ages now. I, 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 I literally forgot, full disclosure. Um, I'm thinking 59 and a half just because I'm thinking of Roth IRAs, but I actually need to look at what the United States government has decided our retirement age is now. 
I believe it's older than that, 60-something. Okay, but anyways, uh, you're going to have a longer time to put that $100 every month and average that over until, you know, over the course of your life until you're into retirement. And so because of that, you have a higher risk tolerance than someone who is maybe only 10 years away from retirement because that person may have already built up a bigger nest egg and they're not going to want to risk it. And so someone like that may want to have a higher percentage of that pie in bonds, which are safer because they want to protect what they already have and they're not necessarily very focused on growth. They're more focused, the older you get, the more focused you become on simply protecting what you have. Okay, so this target date fund automatically rebalances this pie every year. And as you get closer to your target date, to your retirement date, the fund will gradually shift to safer assets like bonds to protect your savings. And the reason why this type of fund is very appealing to many people is because the automatic rebalancing means you don't need to worry about adjusting these investments manually every year. And so that's where the set it and forget it comes in, where you just send your set amount every month to the target date fund. And by the way, that can be automated as well. So you don't have to do anything. It's just set it up once and just leave it alone. And it's going to automatically rebalance your portfolio for you. You don't have to touch it. You don't even have to look at it. You don't have to do anything. So, okay. So, um, it's very simple. This is a this instrument is appealing because of its simplicity. And for this, you pretty much just need to set your target date and set your as I as I said your uh, risk tolerance and, and things like that and you need to just pick which company you like the most that you feel is the best for your situation and that's pretty much it and then set it and forget it. Another great thing about a target date fund just overall is that you are implementing a consistent strategy. So with this you are automatically you are automatically implementing a consistent investment strategy for your life for yourself that doesn't require you to monitor monitor market trends or to be all over the reddits and the quoras and the youtubes and all of the things trying to make frequent investment decisions this is not a a thing where you're going to be hyped up on youtube or whatever looking at graphs and charts and stressing about the nasdaq being up or down that's not what the, that's not what this is. This is a consistent investment strategy that you put in place once and you consistently you know on those automatic payments to the fund, you just send it there and you're like good to go. Okay, so backing up, this episode does talk about putting your target date fund in your Roth IRA. 
and don't get too scared or anything. I promise this stuff is very easy to set up. It's it's easier than you think and actually it can actually be quite fun because it's kind of fun to like realize that you're becoming more financially savvy and you're becoming smarter and wiser and learning and you know you can click around and see which which fund has you know which company has a great track record and kind of compare the companies compare the different funds and see which ones have done the best over time you can google all that stuff um, actually you can look up some of this information on a website called Morningstar but there's just tons of information on that and just so you know there's there's not a good well actually no excuse me I'm sure there's a lot more companies that provide these funds that I'm aware of but as far as the let's say there's like to a top seven or so companies that are the biggest and most trusted in this world and you can you can just google that right and see the the most I guess the most popular ones the longest standing ones the companies that have the best reputation in the industry um, for example some of those companies are Fidelity another one is Vanguard and um, you can look up some more actually let's give some let's give some examples of of these of these guys actually before we go into the Roth IRA situation and putting them in your Roth IRA so um, examples of target date funds would be uh, let's say for example you can google the Vanguard target retirement fund investor shares and that usually has a date on it so uh, you need to put in your target retirement date but let's just say for example this one is the Vanguard target retirement 2045 fund investor shares so I'm sure you can just google Vanguard target date fund and, and information will come up but the symbol for that is VTIVX and another one would be the T Row Price Retirement 2045 Fund that's T Row Price so T like the uh, like the uh, tea that English like to drink T is in Tom with a period and then row R-O-W-E so T Row Price another one is Fidelity Freedom Index 2045 fund investor class another one is life cycle oh I didn't give this I didn't give the symbol for those I'm sorry the T row price one is TRRKX fidelity freedom index is the FIOFX and another one example is American funds 2045 target date retirement fund class R5 and don't get all freaked out about the names it's it's just a name the symbol for that one is r-e-h-t-x and uh, also be aware that yes these things do come with fees and so and and on tons of websites like nerd wallet uh, and i'm not sponsored by nerd wallet but nerd wallet if you would like to sponsor me i'm giving you tons of free advertising nerdwallet.com you can look up different fees so what what the fees on these things are called expense ratios so obviously the lower the expense ratio the less you're going to be paying in fees and just to give you uh, an example so the ones that I just listed the funds that I just listed 
the expense ratios range on those from 0 0.08 through 0.42. So it's kind of a it's a big spread as far as as far as in between those types of funds. Um, but you know, just you're just gonna want to look at it. Um, but you know, again, don't get too caught up in 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 these gritty, 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 tiny details. It's you know. It, to me, it would be better to spend, let's say, it would be better to spend just a couple hours, have fun with it, look, you know, make make the best decision. You'll be able to feel it out, read a little bit about the companies and, you know, just just make a decision that day and, you know, just go ahead and go with it. I would rather have you do that than to spend weeks looking this stuff up and then getting freaked out and then feeling like you're not going to make the right decision and then getting so caught up in reading so much stuff that then you just kind of get burnt out and forget to actually start the fund. So the more important thing, instead of nitpicking over is it 0 0.08 or is it 0 0.112, the more important thing is to do it and actually get it started and, and start saving for yourself and start building this nest egg for yourself. Okay, so moving on, why would you want to put a target date fund in a Roth IRA and how in the heck would you even do that? So first of all, let's go back and just talk a little bit about what a Roth IRA is, even though I'm not going to go super hardcore into that because that was my last episode and you should really check it out because it's dope. So Roth IRAs are simply an account. It's an investment account. And in your investment account, you need to put stuff in it. And you need those stuffs are uh, investment vehicles, like a target date fund. And uh, Roth IRAs are used because they allow you to have tax-free growth and withdrawals uh, when you're, when you're uh, in retirement age for the Roth, which is 59 and a half. Um, and let's see here. There's, oh my gosh, I'm not going to go into this. The, I'm like trying to choose like, how do I simplify my, my previous episode? Um, but you know, let's, let's make it super simple and just keep it, keep it to that, right? Like you, people use Roth IRAs because it allows your investments to grow tax-free. I mean, that's the biggest thing that that's why people do it. So go back to the last episode and look at a Roth IRA and how to open one. Um, but why should you put a target date fund into the Roth IRA is because you're going to get, again, the tax-free growth. So that means that any capital gains, dividends, or interest earned within that account do not occur incur taxes, uh, which, you know, uh, there, there are lots of ways to make money. And if you look at quote unquote, making money as one percenters do, then the best place to quote unquote, make money, even though you're not making money, but is to actually save your money by knowing a little bit about taxes. All right. Also, you're going to have tax free withdrawals, as I just said. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm looking at my notes. Am I messing this up? Why put a, let's see, let's see here. Oh, no, no, no. See, I am messing up my notes, but it's okay, guys, because we're moving right along and this is live and I don't really like to edit these episodes because then it takes way too long and I can't actually get the episodes out. Um, but okay, so um, long-term growth. Target date funds are designed for long-term growth and so it's just an ideal fit for the Roth IRA because Roth IRAs are a long-term investment account and the target date fund is a long-term investment vehicle. So it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. They're both for long-term. Wonderful. Um, And also the hands-off nature of the target date funds combined with the tax benefits of the Roth can simplify overall retirement planning So the whole thing just simplifies, 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 simplifies for you. Um, Again, there are many advantages of using a target date fund in a Roth IRA. And uh, another one of those things is, is discipline. Because this will encourage you to have consistent long term investing without panic selling and buying because you're not gonna be the person who is panic selling and buying their Tesla stock when Elon Musk decides to smoke a joint with Joe Rogan. If that happens, you're not gonna be like, oh my God, I have all my, you know, I have $100,000 into Tesla, like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Like, Elon can smoke all the joints he wants with Joe Rogan and you're not gonna be freaking out about headlines because you're putting that same amount of money into that target date fund come hell or high water it doesn't really matter right so it's ease of mind and yes there are some drawbacks to using a a target date fund and basically the argument against target date funds is that some people want to manually manage their asset allocation and so basically this means that there's some people and that might be you which is totally fine who look into the asset allocation of some of these funds and they believe that they they believe that the target date funds some of them or maybe all of them are not aggressive enough in their investment strategy so they think that the target date funds basically don't put enough of the allocation into stocks and that the pie has too much bonds in it just overall and also and also when the person is on the younger end of the spectrum so that basically means that some people just basically think that these investments this investment vehicle is too conservative or too safe or just basically has too much of that pie in bonds and that it doesn't offer enough growth so i completely understand that strategy honestly and if that's you then go on with your bad self because that is a thing right like if you look at it and and you say well you know i let's say for example well i'm only 30 years old and I have X amount of percentage in bonds, why would I want that amount of percentage in bonds when my, you know, I'm not going to be retired for another 35 years? 
right? So, um, and then and then also there's some investors who believe that you basically shouldn't have like any bonds <laughs> because they want they just would prefer that growth, and they believe through their own personal research that having more index funds will pay off in the long run even if let's say you don't have any bonds or if you only have like three percent you know alloc allocated to bonds these things are just going to depend on who you are so if you're someone who like loves to research and is willing to look at look at your asset allocation at least once a year and really look at it and and adjust it according to how old you are and according to your particular family situation and according to potentially maybe the markets then go ahead you know you're you can if you're that person then obviously you know that you know how to do your research and everything and then there you go but you know this this type of investment was created for people who realistically excuse me <laughs> i'm over here oh my god this 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 episode is going to be one for the history books like i just don't i'm just not caring about about editing right now right but you know it's okay because i'm just uh, this is live i'm keeping it moving okay so <laughs> this type of investment was was meant for someone who just wants to do the hands-off approach and set it and forget it and yes I, I can see that a lot of these funds have a larger percentage of bonds in them than may be the best strategy, but they're trying to protect the quote unquote average person and trying to um, prioritize that safety. So it's more prioritizing safety over growth. So those are some things that you can definitely consider, and again, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not an attorney, so definitely look into this stuff yourself. And if you can, go over it with your tax professional of your choice and your attorney or your financial advisor. So, again, here's what you should consider, just to recap everything, here's what you should consider when you're looking at target date funds. Expense ratios. That's how much you pay annually for the fund to be managed. Lower expense ratios can lead to higher returns over time. When you're looking at the different target date funds available, you're going to want to look at the asset allocation. So check how the fund allocates its assets now and how that will change over, you over time as you are getting closer to retirement look at the fund family so you're going to want to look at the overall reputation and performance of the company and then lastly one thing that's called the glide path and don't get all freaked out about this name it just means that's the rate at which the funds allocation will change over time so it's you know how 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 that pie is changing every year that ratio of stocks to bonds and some funds will shift their al asset allocation more aggressively than others 
So, you know, we're, we're talking about, I mean, this is just an example, but let's just say one, one fund shifts their asset allocation, I don't know, 2% from stocks to bonds every year. And then another one shifts at 5%, something like that, right? You're going to want to look at, at that. So this, this was a very in-depth episode. I feel like, I feel like I had like more written down, but you know, now actually talking it out and, and actually talking with you guys, I'm realizing, you know, this is actually a lot easier to understand than, than a lot of people, I guess, make it seem. Ah, this was fun. I'm having a lot of fun with this. I'm learning a lot myself. You learn new stuff every day. Um, yeah, I, I learned a lot from, from researching this episode. And, and, you know, I learned that this stuff can be very fun. And even though this is called the Millionaire Mentor Method, you know, this isn't actually primary. Well, I guess it's primarily personal finance podcast, but really it's an overall lifestyle podcast, right? Because it's not about the money. It's about what you're doing with your money. It's not about whether or not you're <laughs> you're allocating 10% of your stock of your portfolio to bonds or you're allocating 5%. It's about your quality of life on a daily basis. It's about what does your what does your dream life look like? What does it really look like and how can you get there? And you know, this is, this for me is actually part, kind of part of my dream life because I like to feel empowered and I like to learn things that can directly benefit me immediately. And just, just being a mentor on this podcast has already impacted my life so positively. Anyways, that was a rant, but thank you and please like and subscribe wherever you <laughs> please like and subscribe and if you can give me a rating that would be awesome if you can share it with your friends and family that would even be better and you can please visit our website where you can get matched with a mentor who shares your same passions for free for now or you can request to become a mentor to someone who really might need you and I have a lot of young women who really need female mentors out there. So if you can contact me, we are on all social media. The handle is at Millionaire Mentor Method. You can also contact me on MillionaireMentorMethod.com. You can uh, find out more about me by going to the most famous woman in the world.com. And looking at all my fun, uh, weird life things. Um, yes, I, I am. I, I am now officially not gonna make sense from this point moving forward because I am very sleepy. I'm a very sleepy crystal. So remember, each one, teach one. Yeah. The information provided.
provided in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice, investment advice, or medical advice. The host is not a financial advisor nor a medical doctor or licensed therapist. Any financial or medical decisions made based on the information in this podcast are made at the listener's own risk. It is recommended that listeners consult with licensed professionals such as CPAs, financial advisors, and licensed physicians before making any investment or medical decisions. The host and creators of this podcast accept no responsibility or liability for any loss or damages incurred as a result of the information provided in this podcast.